this is Tom Bailey, and you're listening to PF's Tape Recorder. Hello there, I'm PF, this is my tape recorder. Coming up, it's comedian Michael Palasek. Still doing it, still traveling around and doing all the shows. So it's uh, kind of like that, like my relationship life with my family and then just all the experiences I have in between. Like a lot of comedians nowadays, Michael Palasek is kind of balancing being a stay-at-home parent uh, when he's not out on the road making people laugh. Uh, with his comedy career, of course. And uh, if you don't believe me, just listen to the interview. Uh, his son has something to say about that. Uh, we have a song of the week coming up from the districts. But first, uh, well, it's been a busy week. It kind of got away from me. So guess what? You get a couple classic dumb bits. Tonight, it's the home remodeling program for the rest of us. It's HGTV's This House is Fine Just the Way It Is. Hello! Oh, your colors are great. Your furniture looks both stylish and comfortable. And I love the window treatment. This house is fine just the way it is. So long! This house is fine just the way it is on HGTV. Followed by, oh my God, what did you do to my living room? First, there was Vanilla Coke. Then, Pepsi jumped on the bandwagon with Pepsi Vanilla. And now, Pepsi is trying to rip off Coke in an even bigger way. Introducing Pepsi Coke. It's Pepsi with the flavor of Coke. Mmm, I haven't had Pepsi this good since the last time I had a Coke. That's because the can says Pepsi, but the taste says Coke. Wow, Pepsi Coke is awesome. See, some 20-something gulped it down and said it was awesome, so it's gotta be good. And it comes in every possible variety. There's Diet Pepsi Coke 1, Caffeine-Free Pepsi Coke, Caffeine-Free Diet Pepsi Coke, Cherry Pepsi Coke, Lemon Cherry Diet Pepsi Coke Blue, and Caffeine-Free Lemon Cherry Diet Pepsi Coke Blue with Caffeine. Wow, I had no idea the taste of all my favorite Pepsi flavors would taste better with a taste of Coke. Take the Pepsi Coke taste test today and see if you can tell if you're tasting Pepsi or Coke or both. Pepsi Coke. It's the Pepsi name you know with the taste of Coke you love. Michael Palasek is a stand-up comedian you've seen on Comedy Central, Last Comic Standing, all the late-night talk shows, including The Late Show with Stephen Colbert and The Late Late Show with James Corden. Here now is our interview with Michael Palasek. Hi, Pia. How you doing, man? Good, how are you? I didn't know you had a Cincinnati number. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm in Cincinnati. I think we've uh, we've had this discussion before. Um, I write That's right. For, I write for the paper. You write for Minnesota. Yeah, and then occasionally uh, Denver, Jacksonville, as the case may be. But, um, right. yeah. So uh, I, so what's new with you, man? That's, uh, I haven't talked in a while. Yeah, I have a little uh, one-year-old now. I can hear that in the background, you yeah. Might, you, you, you might hear him in the podcast. Yep. yep. Uh, his name's Jackson. And, uh, yeah, it's great. It's, it's pretty much I'm on the road. And then when I'm back home, I get to take care of him and help out a lot. And then I go back on the road so I can earn money so he can eat. There you go. And where's home now? Oh. We live in, uh, in, in L.A. In L.A.? Okay. okay. Very good. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I, I got you, uh, I mixed you and, and Joel Zimmerman up uh, a couple of weeks ago. I thought he was oh, really? one. Yeah. I th- you're, you're from Nashville, aren't you? No, um, I grew up in Indiana. I started out in Chicago. Oh, then who did I mix? I didn't even mix them up with you. Jesus Christ! I'm I am very confused. Then I'm very old. I don't really. Oh, you might be thinking of Bargassi. 
He's from Nashville. You no, know, wasn't I know Bergazzi. I don't know. I don't know who I mixed him up with. Whichever guy used to work for, for the, used to work for the Nashville okay. Towns. Uh, whatever comedian used to work for the Nashville Keith Arbelstadt. That's who it was. <laughs> Keith, Keith Arbelstadt. That's my second guess. There you go. Keith Arbelstadt. <laughs> yeah. It's like a game show. He's very funny. Com- comedians from Nashville <laughs> yeah. who works for minor league baseball teams. <laughs> Keith Arbelstadt. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you're from. In- so, what part yeah. of Indiana are you from again? I grew up uh, near Fort Wayne, a small town called Wabash. Okay. It's the first electric-related city in the world. Oh, fun fact. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. And uh, yeah. And I can't remember, so were you a funny kid growing up, and uh, or were you always a comedy fan? I... Well, like, I, I always uh, liked it when people laughed a lot. I wouldn't say I was the funniest kid in my class, but I, I always enjoyed hanging out with the funniest people. Like, I was honored if I got in trouble with them because we did something. Um, and I think it's kind of what stand-up is. It's like a, it's an awareness of what's funny and then and then sort of trying to present that to people. And so when did you realize you could be funny enough to make strangers laugh? Oh, but I could, even though I had no idea how. Oh. Since I was a kid. Oh, wait, could you repeat that? A cut out. Oh, sorry. I said I just had an insane level of confidence, and I just thought that I could from a, from a childhood age. Oh, okay. Well, Even sense. though I didn't. I was like, no, I'm really funny. They just don't know it yet. So, don't get it. So did you have another career path in mind, uh, apart from comedy, when you were growing up? Um, I really like the idea of writing like novels or, uh, or being an actor. Okay. And did you... So nothing uh, other than that. And did, Sorry, buddy. Huh. Hey, hey, it's okay. I don't know if you're going to hear my dad's joke. Huh. They're not doing one. He's near his nap time. That's why. There you go. Hey, I get the same way. <laughs> don't blame him. Yeah. <laughs> Hang in there, Jackson. Uh, so did, okay, go ahead. So did you go to college and then uh, the usual after high school path, or did you uh, try to break? Did you go into comedy immediately? So I had brothers, so I played sports growing up, and I kind of forgot about all those dreams when, like, when I was playing sports and stuff. Um, so I went to college at Xavier in Cincinnati. Oh, okay. And I tried to play. Yeah, yeah. Well, how about that? So you're you're well, yeah. you're well familiar with with our town then. I know, yeah. And I tried to play baseball there, but I didn't make the team. And that's when I started doing like uh, stand up and improv and sketch and stuff. Okay. Connecting. Yeah. And was that here you started doing that, or was it? Uh, so I, I started doing stand up in Chicago. Okay. Um, but I started doing plays and stuff in college. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. I did not. I yeah. did not remember that from our last chat. Um. So let me. So yeah. I'm a transplant as well to Cincinnati. Let me ask and yeah. and uh, let me ask your opinion. Cincinnati chili. Oh, skyline. Sorry, Gold Star. Okay. I think Gold Star is great, but I have. Not, I just can't. I don't. I'm not there enough to like not have skyline. Yeah. Well, I I work for Gold yeah. Star. One of my freelance jobs. I'm the social <laughs> oh, media so community hey, manager. Gold it's Star's fine. My favorite. Well, this is the thing. But can you really tell the difference? <laughs> Because honest to God, uh, I've, in my head I can. If someone asked me, I would say, I don't know, Gold Stars may be slightly spicier. Uh, I, I, but if you put yeah. them in front of me, and there's no <laughs> way on earth I could tell the difference. And I've had that. Pleasant Ridge uh, is kind of where you went to school. And I've had a couple of the yeah. other ones. But I, could, I honest to God, I have no con- – like I could tell the difference between Coke and Pepsi. No problem. <laughs> yeah. 
But Skyline and Gold Star and Camp Washington? No, no, I would never have. And maybe so they didn't grow up here. Next time I'm in Cincinnati, I'm going to try to do like a blind taste, blind taste test. Yeah, because it's just, I mean, I love, I love it all, so it, it doesn't really matter to me. But of course, you know, I support whatever team I'm on, so the other side sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll do that that's for sure. Reason. I think I just, I never got into Chile a lot, so I just had like, no offense to Gold Star, I just felt like Skyline was on campus, so I was like... Yeah, yeah, it was the reverse now. Um, <laughs> uh, Gold Star's on campus now. I know, and yeah, the, I, I was just on campus a couple weeks ago. And at the airport, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's weird because my wife is also from Cleveland and she lived down here for a while with her sister and we we both ended up back in Cleveland and they, oh, Skyline has a restaurant in Cleveland and she had me try it. I'm like, yeah, this is fine. And now I'm obsessed and she's like, okay with it. She's like, it's fine. We had it last night for dinner. She said it sounded good, but me and the girl, the girls were born here, both of them. So they're obsessed. And so, yeah. yeah. And my friend from Scotland is obsessed and he lives in Florida now and Bumby can't get it anymore, but (laughs) <laughs> there you go, folks. A little lesson on on Cincinnati style chili. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. We can just talk about Cincinnati food all day. We could. Like yeah, it's such a. It's it's weird how different places have you know, unique food things uh, that are you know Chicago dogs. We didn't think we'd like Chicago dogs, and we tried a recipe for them, and they're fantastic. Yeah. And separately oh, on yeah. those, I don't like any of those things on a hot dog. Together, they're amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was there like a big thing? A, a a big food in northeast Indiana when you were going up that was like kind of unique to the area or was it? Um, I think it was like kind of like southern comfort type food that people cooked. Okay, uh, but it wasn't like uh, I mean we were just happy that we had a Pizza Hut really. Like when you grow up in a small <laughs> town, true. Yeah, so we would drive to the Fazoli's sometimes. That was like a dream. Is we go to the Fazoli's in Marion. Fancy. So uh, uh, oh, Marion. Yeah. There you go. Um, how big was the town yeah. you grew up in? Uh, about fourteen thousand people. Okay, salute. As we graduated said. with a, a hundred in my class. Oh wow! Uh, well, fourteen thousand. Yeah, or maybe not, like a little over. That's not tiny, though. I mean, that's no, it's not tiny. No, exactly. I, I, doing comedy, I've been to a lot. I've driven through a lot smaller places. Oh yeah, so yeah. I realize. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's weird too. Um, I did this one article on uh for our the t-shirt company I work for about all the other places named Cincinnati, and uh, there's six of them. Interestingly enough, and uh, one's, wow. a, one's a town of about 1,500 people, and I kind of Google mapped it, Google earthed it to see like what the streets look like, and it's really interesting to kind of see uh, all these small towns across America that have the same name yeah. as a big city. Yeah. So yeah, there's a point in Indiana where uh, if you take uh, a left, you go to Peru, and if you take a right, you go to Mexico. <laughs> pretty- there you go. Yeah, we have. Uh, there was a book I read years ago. Some guy wrote about uh, all the small, funny small town names in Ohio. We have Fly, Ohio. Uh, there, are, <laughs> there are a couple places named Furnace, and I guess it was because oh, wow. yeah, and they, they had Furnace in the name because that's where the, like the heating plant was for the area or something, something strange like that. I don't know, but yeah, yeah. I guess you, you're not traveling traveling through many small towns these days. You're mostly you know flying through the big cities and things like that. <clears throat> Well, there's a little bit of driving. Like over the holidays, we had uh, time in Missouri and Indiana, and or Missouri and Chicago for family, and then I did shows in Indiana, Wisconsin. So I like did a whole little route where I drove through all the places That's that cool. are tiny in those states. Do you, do you ever stop in those little towns and have a look around, or you just just drive through? <laughs> Not on purpose. I feel like 
the part of me that's like, oh, it'd be cool to see all this stuff is just like, well, I didn't leave early enough to do that. Like, I'm kind of, I'm barely going to make my show. <laughs> so, no. Yeah, we went to this one place in Indiana. We we got a, a cabin for a week, and it was just for a Saturday uh, last December. Yeah. And uh, it was a place called oh, Brookville, cool. and it was very charming. And I uh, found this nice little place yeah. to eat. And yeah, just, and then we went to this other place. You might have heard of it called Metamora in Indiana. And it's supposed to be this no, really, no. it's supposed to be, the, yeah, this really, especially around Christmas time, it's supposed to be this really great, uh, kind of, uh, almost kitschy, but old fashioned Christmas. And it is a dump. <laughs> we don't know why people uh, go there. It's an old canal town. Uh, that sounds fascinating. And I'm like, no, it's like they try to put up a canal town in the middle of a field. <laughs> and that uh, was the result. Yeah. But, um, we liked Brookville a lot. Brookville was fine. Um, Wabash had canals back in the day. I think that's where the canal that actually went through Metamora is the Wabash Canal. And it went, uh, oh, wow. I think a branch of it went off and then came down through Metamora and then eventually ended up in Cincinnati. And the other branch, I think, went down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there you go. Um, so what are you yeah. talking about on stage these days? I imagine, is it the, the, talking about the little one or are you talking about other stuff to kind of get away from that? No, I, I talk about uh, being a dad some. Um, when I became a dad... My mom was like, you better not talk about him on stage. She's not something that you use for material. I was like, no, nah, I mean, I make fun of myself being a dad. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, per- I'm very, very, it's very fun and uh, very relatable. Um, so it's like that stuff. And then just the experience of being a comedian that's been doing it for a little while, like a good amount of time and, and also still, uh, still doing it, still traveling around and doing all the shows. So it's, uh, kind of like that, like my relationship life and my family and then just all the experiences I have in between. Not so much on like the current events. Oh, like I'm sport. talking about that. Some. Oh, that's true. Because you were you were in this. World. What 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 are your big sports that you still follow? So I still play in a baseball league. So I follow baseball pretty heavy. Oh, that's and cool. Then, uh, I love football. Um, and then I have tickets to Clippers games. I share Clippers tickets. So baseball, football, basketball. Okay. I like hockey. I just never uh, like I watch playoffs sometimes, but never yeah. got it. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so. In growing up in Indiana, who is your baseball team? Is it the Tigers because they're the closest to geographically? Is it? My mom was from the South Side of Chicago, and the first game I ever went to that I understood was the White Sox game. So I became huh? a White Sox fan. You and Jimmy Pardo, so my dad. Look at that. Well, yeah, me and Pardo. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, my dad's from Cleveland, so he's a big Indians fan. So there I you go. Indians fan of my life. Yes, same. Um, so we were rooting for the Indians in, the, in that in that 2016. Oh, man. October. Uh, we were watching it, and uh, yeah. Raji Davis hit the tying home run. Oh my gosh! And we still yeah. we weren't that excited. We we're like, "What's going to go wrong?" And as soon as the rain hit, we're like, "This is it! This is it! They're going to go win! Really? They're going to be yeah." For some, we both looked at each other. We just knew that the rain was going to wash this whole thing because the the they killed the momentum, and then the the Cubs yeah. would be able to ah, just heartbreaking, heartbreaking. And and we uh, we went crazy when Davis hit that home run because oh, no yeah. one had touched. Um, that pitcher, like really. The oh, yeah, Rodolfo Chapman. Slider, yeah, he, yeah. He was, oh, yeah. yeah. I thought it was lights out. And he was, yeah, and he was like crying. And then my dad will never forgive Cleveland because they had their top of their lineup coming up. Yeah. In the ninth inning, yep. and they couldn't uh, score a run. Nope. And, and then uh, the next inning, the uh, yeah. the Cubs. Ah, uh, man, it's just. Yeah, but that's it. That's baseball's hard though. Baseball's li- hard. <laughs> it is life. Life of a Cleveland of a Cleveland fan in any sport, folks. Let me tell you. <laughs> When the, the, the Cavs won, I couldn't believe it. Uh, 
but that was very exciting too. I got to be watch both those games with my dad, and the same was, the Cavs one was much more exciting. Yeah, I was down. We were down in Florida, and um, it was yeah. Game Seven, and I wasn't. I, I thought for sure they were going to lose. It was in uh, Oakland, and I thought, well, there's no way they're going to win. And I told my wife all the games on. She goes, you, should, you need to go over to your dad's and watch the second quarter. And we watched it, and we were just stunned when uh, Kyrie hit that three pointer. And then yeah. when the, and then the block right after that, and we're like, "This might actually yeah. happen," and we were just stunned. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, it was like one of those things where like they're down three one, so I think they had like if they won the if they won next one to go three two, then they're going to go home. And it's like, okay, we well, can win at home, and then game seven anything can happen. Right. And the one one thing I remember from that game seven was like, and the one edge that Cleveland had over that that Golden State team, which kind of went away when Durant went there, was like they had. The top, uh, two of the top three best players on the floor were on their team. Like, yeah. Kyrie Irving was maybe a little, little less than Steph, but not by much. And uh, they just did isolation, and it's hard with those guys are playing really well. It's really hard to beat them. And that that game, they they didn't beat them, and they brought a championship to Cleveland. Yeah, very exciting. It it all came together. Who who do you like in football? I was the. I'm a Bears fan now. So there you I was, go. I was born in Cleveland, but then we lived in Buffalo, New York, for a little while. And uh, so I was a long distance oh. relationship with the Bills, and, and then like the, the Browns Bills. went away. So yeah. I, I just became a Bears fan, uh, doing comedy in Chicago so long. And my dad and I got like we bought like season tickets for him on StubHub for him for his birthday, and oh, nice. and so I just became probably about ten years ago I started watching them, and and uh, now I, I, I exclusively for the Chicago Bears. I'm still like happy, obviously the Browns do well, but yeah, um, I'm more of a Bears fan. Yeah, yeah. Your uh, quarterback went to my high school, Trubisky. Yep. Men are high. Really? Yeah, yeah. Wait, I didn't know that. I didn't. He's from. He's, he's from, from Cleveland. He's from suburban Cleveland. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. People gave him such a hard time this season, but he they was did. hurt, and uh, their kicker missed a field goal that lost them one game, like definitely, and maybe another one was it would have been a different, maybe a different outcome. And it's those are two games where you make the playoffs, and I'm just like, Chicago press is so hard on their athletes. They are like, especially football, because it's just that's like. How are these guys going to su- succeed? Like they're not, they're not going to be like the Blackhawks. They're not going to be Michael Jordan. You have to like support them and uh, and the people. Like I went to the Vikings Bears game at the end of the year because I was near there in that area, and I was like, I'm going to go to this game. And the Bears won, and I posted on Facebook a picture there, and they're like, Oh, they beat their second string. Or I'm like, They're all professional players, and they didn't know anything about those guys because they never yeah. seen them before. It's just like people like love to hate on a team that they want to see win. And it's just like. How was that fun? Yeah, I remember when he was coming out of the draft. Um, all the all my Cleveland and mentor friends were like, "Oh, the Browns should draft." And the Browns draft. I'm like, "No, no, no! Don't yeah. do that to that poor kid. <laughs> Why would you do that?" <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so I root for That's them. Uh, I root for him still, uh, of course, because uh, yeah. and uh, another guy went from our town went to the Catholic high school. Joe Jervicious went to the Catholic high school in town. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. I remember Joe Jervicious. Yeah. He went to Penn State. Yes, and uh, went to Lake Catholic High School, and uh, yeah, so made, made it to the Super Bowl. How about Bowl. that? Yeah. Well, cool, man. Well, I know you got your hands full, so I'll, I'll let you go. Uh, this will be in print yeah. uh, uh, online and uh, in in the paper itself uh, the week that you're up there in Minneapolis, of course, and hopefully we'll get you back out here performing at Cincinnati sometime soon. Yeah. Uh, do you want to mention, too, um, we're recording my shows at Minneapolis for my next album. Oh, great. So people come out. There you go. Always a great place to record. my third album. Sounds good. Well, great, man. People can have yeah. the last preserved in posterity, as they say. Terrific. Yeah, exactly. Well, thanks for taking the time. I yeah. appreciate it. For sure. Great All right. talking. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye.
Thanks again to Michael Filesack for being on the show. You can catch Michael. Let's see here. What is March 8th? I'm recording this. He's going to be at the Knitting Factory March 12th in New York. Not New York. I thought it was, there was only one in New York City. Turns out there's one in Boise, Idaho. Look at that. He's opening for Kathleen Madigan, the very funny Kathleen Madigan, friend of the show, by the way. Go back and check out our interviews with her. Those are very popular, by the way. Uh, she's among the highest downloaded episodes. Her and Paula Poundstone of PF Tape Recorder. Uh, those are the highest uh, downloads that we get are, uh, are folks that you don't, I guess because they're normally on a lot of other people's podcasts. So anyway, so uh, Michael and Kathleen working together uh, 12th and 14th, Knitting Factory in Boise, Reno in, uh, in March 14th. They're at the Silver Legacy Casino. He's at the Comedy Loft March 21st and 26th. 20th and 21st, I'm sorry, headlining uh, there in Lincoln, Nebraska. For all your Michael Palasak needs, go to michaelpalasak.com. Palasak is P-A-L-A-S-C-A-K. And there you have it. Hysterically funny guy. Watch some of his clips to prepare for this because uh, I couldn't quite remember uh, what exactly his... Uh, his comedy was like, and he's got super, some super funny stuff out there, so go check him out online and or see him in person. And now we come to the song of the week. Song of the week is from the Districts. Uh, I just discovered these guys, embarrassingly, uh, just at the end of last year. Uh, they were on Radio 6 Music, BBC Radio 6 Music, with a song called Hey Joe. Turns out my friend's husband is mad for these guys. He posted, like, a month or two ago uh, an acoustic version of, I guess, one of their bigger hits, and he was all crazy that for it. Oh, this is the, they did an acoustic version of, well, I can't remember what song it was. And I'm like, oh, Oh, I know these guys are the Hey Joe guys. And uh, Hey Joe was their last single. Uh, their newest single is called Cheap Regrets. They released it, uh, I think, around the same, just before, just after Hey Joe. But then they re-released it in 2020 here uh, with an edited version. It's more radio-friendly. Uh, the uh, original version has a little longer intro to it. And this one just kind of jumps right into it. It's got a very 70s funky vibe, kind of like... Uh, Sort of in the same way that uh, I, the Tribe of Good, we there were our song of the week last week, and uh, back in the fall with another tune called Broken Toys. Uh, there's kind of that 70s vibe to it going on that all people are kind of trying to tap into now. St. Motel kind of does that a little bit, but uh, you'll see what I mean with this track. Um, Oh, and I found out these guys, and I mentioned this last time, they are from uh, a place called Lilith, Pennsylvania. Where's Lilith, Pennsylvania, I wonder? So I looked that up. It's uh, in Lancaster County, and that is in the same neck of the woods that you will find the very great Ocean Blue, although they live in Minneapolis and various parts of the country now. But they're from there. Uh, Innocence Mission were from there. Uh, Live, if you like them a lot, if you like more of a rocky alternative from the uh, 90s, Live were also from uh, that area of Pennsylvania. So yeah, a lot of groups come out of eastern Pennsylvania. Some very good ones, and uh, here's another one. This is The Disc with cheap regrets it's our song of the week on pf tape recorder so long and thanks for listening I-